This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, September 11th, and I have a lot to talk about. Well, yesterday, there was tremendous smoke in the Willamette Valley. You know, western part of Oregon is completely covered in smoke. And that's from these unusual fires that are on the western slopes of the, of the Cascades there in Oregon. Uh, one interesting aspect of the smoke is it actually kept the temperatures down. On Thursday, temperatures only rose into the upper 60s to low 70s in the Willamette Valley, while here in Seattle, it got to near 90. It would have been in the low 90s, low to mid 90s in the Willamette Valley, but the smoke scattered enough of the solar radiation back into space to end that. Well, something else happened yesterday. The easterly winds that helped initiate the fires and supported the fires began to die down. So the easterly winds were the crucial aspect of this whole thing. And now the weather situation is in transition. Uh, what's happening is instead of getting strong easterly flow, we're starting to develop weak onshore flow or westerly flow. And that's going to have a big impact. Associated with that westerly flow will be air coming in from the southwest into uh, western Washington. And that's important because that creates a huge new issue here in western Washington around Puget Sound. Because smoke from the south is now moving northward. And right now, the latest model simulation suggests that smoke will move into western Washington from those fires that are, that are down there in the Willamette Valley and, in, and in, the, in the Cascades next to it. So I expect today, Friday, to be a day with tremendous amount of smoke here in the lowlands. So it doesn't look good at all. Uh, so... Expect bad air quality, especially from Seattle southward, but bad air quality will extend all the way to Bellingham. Now, let's look at the whole weekend. Uh, we're going to have weak onshore flow for the whole weekend. Temperatures are not going to be in, down near 90. They're going to drop back into the, into the middle to upper 70s. It'll be dry, but I'm expecting to have some smoke, substantial smoke, in the whole weekend. So it'll be a smoky weekend. It'll be dry but it'll be cooler, temperatures getting up into the upper 70s. By the way, that smoke, just as it cooled down in Willamette Valley, it's going to cool here as well. Uh, there may be some marine stratus, especially on Saturday morning and maybe Sunday morning as well, so expect that as well. Now, Monday and Tuesday, a huge weather shift is going to occur. An upper-level trough is going to develop in the eastern Pacific. We've had a ridge there for a while, high pressure, but a trough is going to move in instead. And that is going to push not only a lot of marine air, but we're going to get showers. So I expect it to rain. few showers on Monday and heavier rain on Tuesday. So we're going to see a major transition to cooler weather, wetter weather by the time we get to Tuesday for sure. That should help control the fires. So the fires are, you know, are burning today. They'll burn into the weekend, but hopefully we'll get a hold on them as we get into early next week. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. 
Well, for my special segment today, I want to talk about a question that a lot of people have asked me, and that is, are the big fires west of the Cascade Crest that we're seeing, are they associated with global warming? Well, I'm going to talk about this. This is a claim of Governor Inslee and a number of activist groups. And this is the kind of thing I was not allowed to talk about on KNKX. Well, I can talk about it here. Well, to understand this, the big fires that we've had on the west side of the Cascades in Oregon, the, one must note there is one major key feature that's forcing it, and that is strong easterly flow, flow from the east. Virtually all major wildfires west of the Cascade Crest are associated with powerful winds from the east. Now, I know about this because I'm actually doing a paper on this subject. I've actually been studying this exact question. And I've looked at every major fire that's on the west side of the Cascades, and every one of them has an unusually strong easterly winds. Now, easterly winds are really good for fire because they tend to be from the dry interior, so they're dry. They tend to be warm. And one reason they, they're warm is that they not only start from the, the east side, which tends to be warmer, but the air is sinking down on the mountains. And as the air sinks, it's compressed because it's going from lower pressure high up to higher pressure low down. And when you compress air, you warm it. Okay. So as the air sinks, it warms up. Strong winds really can help start fires. They can cause electric, they can attack the electrical system and get sparks or whatever. Um, the winds provide oxygen to the fires. They blow embers and firebrands ahead of them. I mean, I tell you, if you want a, a big, fast moving fire, you want wind. So virtually Every one of the big fires we've had on the western side of the Cascades have been associated with easterly winds. And so the question you have to ask, will easterly winds, will they, will they get weaker or stronger under climate change? Well, the answer appears to be no. They appear to get weaker under climate change. And again, this is something I'm working on. I, I have a project looking at high-resolution climate simulations over the next century driven by global warming. And one interesting thing we have found is that easterly winds tend to weaken under global warming. And this makes total sense. Under global warming, the interior of the continent warms up more than the oceans. And so warming tends to cause air to become less dense. That causes the pressure to fall. So pressure tends to preferentially fall in the interior under global warming. Um, and so if you have pressure falling in the interior, and still high over the oceans, that tends to push onshore flow, which tends to weaken easterly flow. Uh, dry fuels is another issue. Uh, our summers are normally dry, and as a result, the fuels are generally driest after the summer. That's so by the time you get to September, that's when our fuels, the, the grasses, the branches that are on the ground, uh, even live stuff tends to be driest. And thus, the big fires, uh, tend to be most frequent in September. September is also a month where the easterly winds tend to be stronger because you tend to get cold, high pressure moving into the interior that tends to push easterly flow. So, you know, this summer it was a little bit warmer and, and it was a little bit drier than normal, but it wasn't a record at all. Um, now, what will global warming do? Global warming will tend to make our summers slightly drier by mid-centuries and by mid-century and several degrees warmer. Now, 
might global warming have made a small contributions to make the fuels on the west side a little bit drier? Perhaps. It, perhaps a li- it, they were a little drier because of global warming. But this is a very small effect in comparison to the easterly winds. The easterly winds are the key here. So the bottom line of all this is that there's no real evidence that global warming contributed to the kind of west side fires that or at least didn't, didn't, global warming didn't con- contribute in a significant way to the west side fires that we've seen the last week. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.